Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Hmm. Ah, oh, that's good. I um, did a 24-hour fast yesterday, so I did not have uh, my coffee at all. It's always interesting to break those habits and rhythms and make you treasure them all that much more when you get back to them. Hmm. Sucking down that coffee today. So I'm going to do, oh, I should say today's Thursday, August 5th, and I should do earrings first because I wore these on Tuesday and I forgot to say anything. I can't even remember what all I was going on about. Sagging middles, I think. So anyway, long time podcast listener watchers, especially watchers, uh, will recognize these as being the uh, companions to the uh, green ones that I had a while back. And I think I mentioned I had two pairs from the same jeweler from a defunct um, store in Tucson. It used to be at La Encantada Mall, but um, no more. It, well, before pandemic. They moved and then I think they still closed. Are that, I don't know. Are they still at the other place, Mom? Maybe we will never know. So anyway, these are much larger than the others. They are sort of um, folded brass inverted wedges. I don't know if I want to say inverted because that's that's a judgment, right? <laughs> a wedge doesn't have to be point up. Uh, it's point down, a little bit of slant to the top, a little bit of ripple. They're kind of, I don't know, abstract and funky. And then with uh, an oval in the center of a in a sort of a deep blue with teals and stuff. They actually match my nails. I have my themes, certain things I like, colors of the sea. It's amazing I've never lived by the sea as much as I love sea things. I would like to one day. David contends that I wouldn't be able to, that I'm just uh, too much a child of the Rocky Mountain West and I would not like the constant moisture. I feel like I could learn to adapt. I'm still waiting for one of you, my my loyal friends and readers, to uh, offer me your beach house. I know, I know, Evergreen, you uh, have suggested your place in Florida, which is close to the beach. I want the actual, actual beach. Um, why not? If I'm asking for a freebie, why not hold out for the best? Speaking of, I very much appreciate. I mentioned this on the blog yesterday, but um, I am just so touched by how many of you have responded to my rants about writers needing to be paid and so forth uh, by sending me money to support the podcast and or buying my books. Um, it's been so great. Uh, some of you have asked for, you know, that you'd like to buy my books to support me and where should you start? And I've mostly been saying Dark Wizard. I say Dark Wizard for a couple of reasons. Um, partly because everybody seems to love this book and series. It's I, I feel like it's the one that I have gotten the most super positive raving feedback over. Um, it's also one of the newest. It released earlier this year and I released book two in July. It's also self-published. So if you prefer to buy Trad uh, for whatever reason, um, 
I mean, certainly the print is cheaper from trad. Then I would go back and start with Orchid Throne, which is my um, Forgotten Empires trilogy from St. Martin's. If you're an avid print reader, you know, you can read those in mass market paperback print for I think like six bucks, five bucks. Um, whereas if you are dying to read print, Dark Familiar is going to set you back like 18, 19 bucks. You can get it from me and I'll sign it. Um, oh, that reminds me. I really need to um, order some copies. Do you guys mind if I just put this in my to do list right now? I'll just put it on here. Because I keep forgetting. <laughs> this is why I have a to do list. Order Dark Wizard copies. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, but if you read in, uh, if you find reading digital, you could get Dark Wizard for $4.99. But the self-published stuff I do make considerably more money on. Uh, St. Martin's probably wouldn't love for me to say that. But um, it's the truth. I make more money per copy um, by a substantial amount. Ah, delicious. But, you know, if it, I, I'm a very strong believer in buy what you want to buy, when you want to buy it, how you want to buy it, especially books. Books are supposed to be a pleasure. So whatever you want to do. You know, it's funny. I put lipstick on before I walked today because David fell asleep. So I was letting him have a little nap time. So I went ahead and put my makeup on, but it didn't really seem to last, did it? It's not smudging on my cup like usual anyway. Um, yeah. Oh, let's see. So those were the reasons for Dark Wizard, right? Yeah. Yeah, I listed them all. So thank you. I mean, I really do appreciate it. I'm, I'm hugely touched uh, by the outpouring of support. Uh, I was going to say something else. Oh, I, I posted yesterday, but the lily pet blossom blossomed. I, I, I guess if I would say my rose bush bloomed, then I could say my lily pad bloomed. But that seems weird because lily pad seems to imply the the pad-like leaf as opposed to... I'm, I know I'm overthinking this, but it always sounds weird to me to say it. Anyway, I have this plant that is... Maybe it's a water lily? I don't know. Anyway, it makes lily pads and it bloomed. And it is... Um, extraordinarily gorgeous to the point of looking like an alien life form. I posted it to Facebook and Twitter yesterday, but I'll put it on uh, today's podcast as well. Um, I did not expect it to be so beautiful. It's kind of variegated with pinks and yellows in it. It's um, extraordinary. And this morning I walked out here and my gaze immediately went adoringly to the blossom and it wasn't there. And I was about to throw a holy shit fit because I thought some critter came in here in the night and harvested my beautiful lily blossom. And then I realized, no, it's there, you guys. It closed. It closed for the night. I love flowers that do that. I mean, that's such a cool thing. And I mean, 
even though I understand phototropism and I could even explain phototropism to you if you wanted to know about it. I think, um, I just think it's fascinating, you know, because I guess there's a tendency to think of plants as being somewhat inert, which is not true because they do move and change all the time. They just do do so slowly enough that we don't really observe the changes, you know, so that's why those slow motion or time elapsed things are so fascinating. It would be fun to put time elapse on the lily pad blossom, wouldn't it? Now I'm tempted. I just feel like it would need a lot of memory. Hmm. Hmm. Now I want to do this. I almost never use that function on the Olympus digital. I did do a blog post yesterday with just doing a comparison of taking photos of my blue girl rose with the phone and with the Olympus digital camera. And to me, the difference in the photo quality is just remarkable. So, um, I'm going to try to use the Olympus more. I don't know if I can do time lapse on the Olympus. I know I could do video. Could be a good time to find out. But I know my phone is about out of storage <laughs> and I need to do something about that. Uh, I wonder if it's, it, well, it would take some experimenting, right? Because um, I don't know how fast it opens. The sun hasn't hit it yet, as you can see. If you're on video behind me, um, the sun is just now starting to tip over the garden wall and the pond lies low over here. So it'll probably be, I don't know, another hour before the sun actually hits it. And then usually the way phototropism works, ha, now I'm explaining it to you whether you wanted to know or not, um, that there are light sensitive cells that respond to the direct sunlight that then emit, um, it's essentially a growth hormone that causes the cells on one side to elongate. So, uh, it, it opens up. Isn't that cool? Uh, it's the same thing that turns sunflowers towards the sun. There are several kinds of tropism in plants. You guys are getting the extra bonus botany lesson today. There's also thigmotropism. Thigmotropism is cool because it's what makes a vine. Well, I'm not going to be able to grab it, but You'll see how vines, like they'll sort of be hanging out. Oh, I really want to show you this one because it's a good example. All right, hold on. Okay, this is silly and you probably don't care, but I'm showing you anyway. So see how like this vine is just sort of hanging out here. It's waiting to come into contact with something because when it does, see here, see how it's like, winding itself. You see vines do this all the time, right? It's wound itself around this little post of the pot. Well, what happens is, is when it comes into contact with something, and this is how you can train vines, when it comes into contact with something, the cells that touch the thing respond with um, a reverse growth hormone and they, uh, or they communicate to the cells on the other side. So the ones on the other side grow and these don't. So it wraps itself around. Isn't that cool? I just think that's so cool. I always want to put that into a, a book in some way. Feel free to use that. So you never know what you're going to get here on first cup of coffee. This is what I mean when I say that I am a, uh, 
an eclectic soul. <laughs> Though I'm far from the only one. There are lots of other uh, scientists, writers who give interesting lessons. Ur Ursula Vernon talks about plants and animals quite a lot and insects in very interesting ways. Boy, I sucked down that coffee. I'm already out. Uh, so let's see. Oh, you know, one thing I'm thinking about is I'm supposed to go to the Nink conference in uh, September in St. Petersburg, Florida. Been looking forward to that, rooming with Dorinda. Get to see her in the flesh for the first time in forever. And, um, but there are other people who are pulling out and I don't quite understand it. And, you know, people are saying things like, oh, well, Florida's a shit show. And, and Dorinda's been worrying about, it. she's like, well, do you think we shouldn't go? And I'm like, why? What, what are you afraid of? And she said, well, I don't know. And <laughs> like, okay, well, you know, let, let's, let's identify what we're afraid of here. And she said, well, I guess, you know, COVID's out of control down there in the Delta variant. And I'm like, yeah, but, but we're vaccinated. And she said, well, I guess that doesn't matter. For delta variant and i'm like actually it does um you know here we are this is the science episode today uh you know if you look at the data yes people who are vaccinated are having breakthrough what they call breakthrough cases of covid um the highest number i've seen in any of the reporting states is like 3.5 percent um which is remember how when we got the vaccine i mean hopefully you guys all paid attention to this you'll they were throwing these numbers around like 97 percent effective okay so if you if you do the math 100 minus 97 what does that come out to it comes out to about three percent okay that means that there is no vaccine that is 100 percent effective especially if you go like macking on people who have the disease um so yeah there is there's a possibility that you could get the Delta variant of COVID. It's um, maybe you would get sick. Uh, you shouldn't get, it should be far less severe. But when you look at the numbers, it's like 97, 98, 99% of all of the COVID patients in ICU and dying from COVID right now are unvaccinated people. I mean, it's an incredible number scientifically you don't and you know if you guys have done any science at all you know that you never get numbers like that you don't get 97 98 99 usually you're really happy if you're getting like 90 91 that's a really significant number this is hugely significant the vaccine is incredibly potent so so yeah i mean is it safer to stay at home sure sure um you know but you could also get on an airplane and the airplane could crash. Uh, and I don't even know what the percentage for that is, but it's, you know, there, there's a number, you could put a number to it. Um, you know, you could get hit by a bus. You could, you know, there are lots of things that could happen when you leave your house. Uh, you can also slip in the bathroom and have <laughs> crack your head on the tile or something. Um, I remember Nora Roberts for a while had a running gag about there being, um, you know, the home, the, the characters would joke about how uh, at home accidents in the bathroom were, you know, like one of the most likely causes of dying at home. 
it was, it's like the one room in your house you're most likely to die in, which is lowering, I guess. Anyway, um, I don't know. So I just don't know what to think. I, I suspect that. And you guys know I don't watch the news because I think that it's um, alarmist and it's, it's meant to titillate and keep you fascinated and not necessarily to relay good information. I, I do read stuff. I read the studies. I suspect that there's a lot of news out there right now aimed at getting people to get fucking vaccinated. You know, it's like, please, it's free. It's easy. You know, I talked on here about, sure, I had some side effects. You know, for me, it was like having a massive OS install. Um, yeah, I had the hanging blue screen for a couple of days. Uh and it was not completely within my control. It was like, um, you know, it's like when your computer says, you know, it starts doing the countdown and says, um, rebooting in 30 seconds, please save your work. And I'd be like, no, no, I would feel that like start to rebooting in 30 seconds. It'd be like, you know, it was all I could do to go lie down. And, um, and then I would sleep for four hours and I would wake up feeling much better, but, you know, like that's a small price to pay. I figure this is the price we pay in order to be able to go to St. Peter Petersburg and go to the Nink conference. So, so we'll see on that. Um, Dragon's Daughter is going well. So far, I've gotten my 3K per day every day this week. I have not, however, been working on the Kindle Vela Wedded to Darkness story because I feel like that does take away. Uh, this I'm learning this every time. It I think it does sap the other book, unfortunately. Uh, and I don't know what to do about that. I'm not getting that many read-throughs on the Kindle Valley yet. And it could be because I don't have that many episodes up. I need to ask Grace where she stands on hers. But um, so far, you know, it's my eternal weighing of cost-benefit and where am I making the money. <laughs> there we go. That was an abortive sneeze made the chimes ring. Sorry. I should lean away from the microphone when I do that. I apologize. Um, it's what I get for being out in the garden. So, so yeah, I don't know. I, I have started writing the next episode, so I need to finish that. And, um, yeah, there's my things. I guess I'll call it good. I'll remind you all that First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network, and you will find more podcasts that you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.